That is a great idea. Those are the only kind I have. Welcome to Black Irish Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to an all-new Black Irish Podcast with myself, Brendan McCorkle, and Mike, don't forget to hit record Crawford. What's up, dude? <laughs> Shout out to you, Brendan. <laughs> what up, man? How you been this week? I've been good. It's had a little snafu earlier. Uh, I thought I got served papers last night, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so the question is, have you, why did you automatically assume that it was that you were getting served papers? Have you been served papers before? Uh, kind of in a roundabout way. I've been people have attempted to serve me papers before, collect money, or come find me for other reasons. Um, (laughs) But no, I've I've luckily rarely been at the door when that was the case. I usually would have a friend like notify me and be like, "Hey, by the way, somebody's looking for you." Like, well, tell him I moved out six months ago. (laughs) I was a nomad for a long time. I had just lived on couches and stuff for a long time or slept in my car or whatever. So I didn't really have a whole lot of main residencies. So it was like I just never updated my address. So anybody that was looking for me was like always a couple years behind. I was on the land for like three and a half years, legit. So that was kind of fun. But no, so I like last night. It was kind of fun to be on the land for three and a half years. And not get caught. (laughs) I mean, honestly. life in a different way. Listen, dude, when I showed up at court. And they were like, oh, hey, it's you. I was like, yeah, it's me. Can we go ahead and waive all of those, uh, whatever you call them? What's all those fines? I should know because they were in the Restitution? hundreds of thousands of dollars. No, when you skip fucking court. Bail? Oh, just Not like bail. your court fines? Yeah, I forget what it was. But whatever they call that stupid thing. My first one was like 85 grand, and they only went up from there. (laughs) But they do appreciate when you just show up and give up, and you're like, hey, you didn't have to catch me. I'm here. And they're like, okay. It was a dick move, but okay. (laughs) But no, so like last night I put my kid to bed like around 8 o'clock, the little one, and somebody's at the door, and I'm like, okay, nobody should be at my door right now. So I go check it out, and it's like somebody standing there, masked up, like with a bag. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I don't know what this is. So I do the thing where I'm like, oh, they got papers. I'm like, I grab my dog, barely open the door just so I can get like my schnoz and mouth through and I can see the person. I'm like, uh, can I help you? They're like, yeah, yeah, I have some papers for I'm like, whoop, let me stop you there. What kind of papers? Who are they for? What's the address? <laughs> Fucking give me all this information, dude, because I don't trust you. I've been through this before. And I also got the dog like, if you don't give me my answers, I'm going to let this dog go and slam the door real quick. So if you try and throw any papers in, you're not getting me. So it turns out that there, it wasn't for me this time. It wasn't for me. It was for somebody named Glenda. I just and got it, two questions for you. Okay. Just two. One is, don't you own a ring camera? Yes. But you can only. It's and a, the such second a, listen, question is: It's only why for. Why didn't you just talk to him through the ring camera, man? Just first of all, 
the ring camera is like a fisheye lens, so where you can kind of barely see stuff. And at night, it's night vision, so you can't really barely see anything anyway. This person obviously had intended on giving me something, so I'm like, I have to talk to him. Plus, I like opening the door to let him know I got a dog, and I'm holding him by, even though Rocco probably would not do anything, like, I'm still holding him by the <laughs> collar, like, he's barking ferociously over this guy trying to talk to me, so it's also hard to hear him, because he's got a mask and an accent, so he's like, this is from Glenda, and I'm like, Brendan, and he's like, yeah, Glenda, I'm like, what, hey, what? <laughs> I need to know if this is serious, man, because I'm getting kind of like, uh, I got to make a move here if you're not going to. Uh, so, anyway. And then I also like looking at him like, hey, I need to engage with you so you know I'm not fucking around either. And I need to make sure that you know that I am, this I is my house, dude. With nobody. So. I talk to everybody through my ring. If you don't have, if you don't want to respond to the ring, then you don't need nobody in this house. Idiot. Yeah. I don't know. My house is just also so accessible, too. It's like it's walk up. Like, I like people to know that I answer my door. I don't just ring everything. I don't phone shit in. I'm at home with this dog. Come see me if you need to. I got a dog, too. Yeah, but your dog is tiny and cute. And then I got my other dog. Yeah. So <laughs> that dog barks a lot louder. <laughs> <laughs> a whole lot louder. So believe me, if you don't answer correctly through my ring, if I have to come down the stairs. But I'm also a lot lazier than you. So if I got to come up upstairs or downstairs yeah, to but the you've door, got I can just talk to you on my phone. Yeah. Mike, you um, operate on so many different levels. It's crazy. <laughs> I wish. You know Just who else has a big boom? This fucking Boston Bomber marathon <laughs> asshole guy. Not not to bring him up out of nowhere, yeah. but I read an article that this dick weasel was getting COVID relief funds while he's in jail. And then the government, who gave him this money that he can't spend because he's incarcerated for life without parole, is asking him to give it back towards his debt that he can never repay in the tens of millions of dollars for restitution so, and damages and all this kind of shit. So originally when we were recording and we didn't push record, this is the point where I had thought that Brendan felt bad about the man getting his money taken back. No! But in reality, Brendan and I do agree on his premise, even though we argue <laughs> that the government is a piece of crap. But I definitely didn't think that's where he was going here initially, people. Just so everyone knows. Uh, yeah, we briefly I definitely thought this was a, a caring subject about a man. No. Even though he was a bomber. Mike thought but that no, I was, ate the bomber. I was entering this conversation <laughs> saying this poor fella was getting his stupid fucking money taken away. <laughs> what does that by the way, Mike, what does that say about the way you think of me? What? You think that I'm going into this going like, hey, we need to support these fucking criminal crazy people. Well, I thought you were like trying I thought you were going in being empathetic, like oh, you know, man, I mean, bomber. I'll play yes, I'll play but... devil's advocate, but no, fuck that guy. Shove a fucking stick of dynamite up his pee hole. <laughs> Give a fuck about that guy. Yo, how did he kill like sorry I don't know much about the Boston bomber. Like did any I don't think anybody like died, right? He just uh, hurt a couple of people. Not saying they deserve to be hurt, but did he kill people? I hope he didn't kill people because if he killed people, he definitely deserves no cold relief. I don't remember. I do know that I'll keep this very brief, but I do know one of my very good friends that 
uh, how do I say this? Basically saw something and prevented a terrorist attack um, in L.A. And from the information that was given, that attack moved to Boston for the Boston Marathon bombings. Fucking wild, dude. Like, one of my good buddies is a legit fucking hero. Can't be in two places at once, though, but, you know, whatever. You know, like... You don't like the government, and you just said that on the recording. When you put this out, your phone's getting tapped. I'm telling you now. Just go ahead and prepare it's already for tapped. Tapping. By the way, I don't fucking have any Alexas or nothing like that, but I already know no, no, no. everything. That They're tapping your cellular device, bro. Like You just dropped like a bomb. They I need didn't. to know more about you. I didn't. And Because they need to find out who your friend is. That And how do you? Oh, yeah. By the way, they, they already fucking know. Oh, okay. 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 Otherwise, they were tapping your phone, bro. The fact that we're just buddies shouldn't mean anything. No, no, no. But if this was information that they did not know, it would be an issue. Yeah. They would definitely tap your phone, bro. Oh, no. They definitely know about all this. I mean, I know about it. I probably shouldn't. Sorry. I didn't give any details. It's all. Anyway, this fucking asshole. So the government is giving this guy money and then trying to take it back, which... Listen, why are they giving people in jail that have life without parole funds? Why are they giving them relief funds? They have nowhere to go, nowhere to be. By the way, it doesn't stop the Boston bomber. Sex traffickers, mass murderers, serial killers. I have another question, though. Go ahead. These people who are in jail, so they owe money for being in jail, which means that you would eventually get paid that money back as the government anyway. Why are you fighting through the process of taking it back? It shouldn't be given in the first place. Or if you you sit back and wait for them to have to pay you back. Well, they can't. If somebody's in prison, they're not making money. That's going to pay you back the thirteen million dollars or whatever they they slammed them with. No, but they can pay you back that two grand you sent them, and then just be in debt for the rest. (laughs) So yeah, but my point is, is why are they getting? What are you fighting for it for? Like just. Why give it to him in the first place? Why give it to him in the first place? Because there's rules to life. No, 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 no. There aren't. The rules in which, yes. The rules to life are different than the rules rules. the government, Mike. Guys, sorry to tell you. The laws of life and the laws of the government are totally different. They are totally different. And the government goes about doing things the way they want, which is why they did that. But technically speaking, there's nothing in the rules of getting stimulus or whatever they call the COVID relief money that says people in jail shouldn't get that money. Listen, people in jail, people that are getting out, fine. People, because, listen, COVID relief funds is supposed to be a stimulus. Uh, here's some, here's a floater to get you by while you can't go out and make money. These people... They don't deserve to make money right now. So now I actually also, I take a harder stance. It was also on it. meant to be stimulating the economy. So if they give that to somebody oh, who's going to spend it out in the economy, bullshit. No fucking way. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you what they can sell you, bro. I agree with you though. The government I know what is they're a piece selling. Shit. Okay, okay. I'll I'll. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows what they're selling. I'll tell you what I see that we're buying. What we're buying is the government sending out all these stimulus checks. Which us as Americans have to front the entire bill for. They didn't ask us; they're giving it to us and collecting the entire bill. Now, all these people that get stimulus with the uh, childcare money—it's all—it's all all the like they're just moving and pushing it, and people don't understand it. And listen, what they're doing is they're collecting 
We're paying in our taxes. We're paying all this money back, whether we use it or not. The people that can't use it, we're paying that money back no matter what. Everybody is fronting the bill for this. Everybody. And, like, I just don't understand why the government is allowed to to do shit like this. Because they can validate it. They can validate giving these people money. Dead people, I don't get no valid. There's no way Listen, to validate that. The system is obviously broken if somebody who they want money back from. That's the problem. The like, system is broken. There are dead people receiving stimulus, stimulus checks. Because the system is broken, but they're dead people that. The system's broken on purpose. Checks. It is. Duh. It's all about money, man. If you have a line that, yeah, you better get follow the dollar. If you follow the dollar, you get all your answers. Listen, man. All so I know is when I too, was but. in fifth grade, I learned about checks and balances and the government. And all it seems that's happening is the government's issuing checks to balance their books, and everybody else is fucked. The they US didn't Americans, balance their books. You know, they just had a. You know, the government was about to shut down so that, because they were at odds on if you want to ra- raise the national debt ceiling. Are you what? Why do we have to have a meeting for this? We already owe seven billion. What's it going to hurt to raise it to eight or nine billion? A we lot. ain't going to pay a it lot. ever. They're never going to. It's debt. You're never going to pay it. China's That's never getting true. paid. They know that. Not, who are you paying seven trillion dollars to? Uh, by the way, by the way, it's twenty five trillion. Just if you're Man, whatever, whatever the number is, because it's some arbitrary number that's out there in the space, they're never paying this debt, bro. Like, this debt is not that's getting paid. That's why we're always going to be China's bitch. And, by the way, uh, all, of Bro, this, all of this America money... America is no one's bitch, okay? So <laughs> you can just take that, okay. keep that back. Keep that. Listen, here's the other thing. I, <laughs> like, I just, I just don't... I don't get it all the way around. I don't get it. It really pisses me off. And I just, uh, I just want everybody. Piss you off that people with power do what they want. Yeah, but listen, the whole thing with the bank accounts and like they should know who they're sending money to before they send it, and like they have no problem withholding whatever they fucking feel like. So all these people in prison who you need to collect debt from, if you're gonna issue them these stimulus checks or whatever, give them a fucking paper invoice that says zero what we applied all of this to us here's your fucking paper you should only get that but it's not the case they're fucking giving money out to anybody because it raises the dollar amount that they're sending out which by the way they're charging us interest on so the more money they send out the more money they're charging us for i know if you knew that mike they're charging us interest on all of our taxes so they're not saying they're raising the taxes, but they're charging interest on the money. So the tax money is not going to equivalent. It's it's fucking a weird little scheme they got going on here, and everybody's just like, yeah, it's fucking money. I like it. People like free money. It's not it free. Seems free. It seems free to people. I don't give a shit about none of that political because the money is going to come and it's going to go, and ain't nothing you can do to stop them people. Ain't no stopping them. They just have meetings to raise the national debt. We're like, yo, we want to spend more money, so we're going to spend it, and then we're going to say that we owe more money that we're never going to pay. 
if they were going to pay, they could have been paid. They print money right over around the corner from me. Like they wanted to pay somebody money, they could just say, we're just going to print it up and send it to you. But they're never going to pay. You know what? You know what's funny is they don't even print the money anymore. They don't need, like the $2 trillion that just got passed that they just fucking went through not too long ago. They didn't even print the money because they don't, they don't have the capacity to print fake money anymore. So you know what the um, fucking, what's the goddamn bank called? The bank, the bank, the prince of money, whatever. Federal Reserve. Sorry. Oh, my brain almost <laughs> fucking broke in half. Um, Federal Reserve is now digitizing. So when they say they are, quote unquote, printing $2 trillion, it's not paper money. They're making digital copies of a dollar and saving it in a computer. That's the way the Federal Reserve now makes money and issues it. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if you got the power to sit in a what room is backing and raise, the American dollar now? Nothing. They don't need nothing to back the American dollar. That's Everybody what I'm saying. Crypto anyway. Um, but if you have the power to. Right? Just think about this. If you got the power to have a meeting be like, okay, yeah, we're just going to raise the debt ceiling so we can take on more debt. And all this money that's transferred electronically, if you were going to pay, couldn't you just push a button to pay some of it? Like, oh, I know we owe you 28 mil. Here's seven. Yeah. Because you know why they don't do that? Because they never going to pay nobody. This is make-believe. They're just playing it make-believe It's money. all make-believe. No, I 100% agree with that, dude. Um, these are arbitrary numbers that they're just throwing around. Shit means nothing. That's well, why they, they have these meetings. No, it it's arbitrary because the government's just finding new ways to get richer. And what's happening is they're sending out these stimulus checks and the re- the way that they're backing it so the the whatever's backing the american dollar i kind of threw that out there what they're doing is they're buying um should have wrote this word down they're buying bonds sorry they're buying bonds in real estate and banks and things of that nature so the money that they're sending out the way that they're backing it is they're investing that same money for themselves so the government is buying bonds and real estate and all this stuff. So the the stuff that we as Americans have invested in, in you know putting aside buying stocks, buying bonds, all that stuff, what the government's doing is going, yeah, okay. So we're giving them this money. We're gonna scoop out some of those bonds over here. We're gonna take. So they're taking from us while they're giving, and then on the back end, they're gonna take taxes off it too. And if you, by the way. There's a very specific form for COVID relief. If you file that incorrectly on your taxes, you get penalized. It's a, a initial penalty because they're assuming you're going to try and fuck them while they're fucking you. So there's like instant audit if you don't fill that shit out correctly. And you're going to have to pay more than just taxes. You're going to have to pay a penalty on money you didn't ask for. So keep that shit in mind, everybody. Keep your paperwork in order. Don't worry. They're trying to give you some more money right now. Oh, yeah. People. Trust me. Enjoy it. Don't enjoy it. Fucking save it or give it back. Fuck those guys. Invest it in crypto. (laughs) Oh, let's move on to more fun topics. So I figured out, speaking of this COVID relief, how about a COVID relief coffee? So I went to go get coffee for my wife (laughs) over the weekend. But with all the new COVID, Omicron, whatever, 
Like everybody's back. Oh, me. Oh, my God. <laughs> everybody's back to trying to be safe distance whatever so i go to get coffee at a local joint and i figured it out when you're out in the world it's kind of like a video game it's like video game yeah because the max occupancy in these little strip mall stores or coffee shops <laughs> or whatever is like five you could have five people in there two people are working so you're like fuck all right, three people can be inside. So most of the people have to stand outside. So it's like level one is you got to maneuver around the monsters outside. Get your place in line. A lot of people just kind of walk up towards the door. You're like, nah, motherfucker. We've been here. Don't just act like you're walking in next. So you got to maneuver. Tell you way around that. Level one. And then level two, you have to navigate through this small space. You're supposed to stay away from each other. So it's either you get close enough to where somebody engages with you and then you have to talk to them. Oh, the fucking worst thing in the world. Or they touch you and you're dead. That's the other option. <laughs> so you got to avoid people while you're in there. Then you get, then I got the option is go to Target, man. For coffee? They got Starbucks. And most of them in Cali got oh, Starbucks. Think locally, act globally. So we went, so then I'm, I'm getting ready to order, and it's my wife's coffee order. So this is like the boss level of the video game. It's like, I got to get the order correct without, you know, fucking up the flow and the line and, dis, you know, creating some dysfunction. And I got to get the order right because it's a coffee, man. I got to make sure that everything's rocking and rolling there. So, and then after that, it's like, okay, you beat the boss. I got my coffee. Now I got to try and escape. So it's like, do you go operation style? Do you go nice and slow, maneuver your way through until you get out? Or are you like Sonic the Hedgehog and just put your head down and fucking barrel through and get out of there? I don't know. I'm Sonic the Hedgehog in it, man. I got to get, get out of there. See, I'm kind of like Sonic. I'm a hedgehog. If you pet me the right way, I'm smooth and casual. But if you pet me the wrong way, I'm a prick. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, no, I don't like. But Target usually has a Starbucks, and it's got room for more capacity, so people yeah, are spaced this out. This was a place that my wife likes. I was out running errands. I was like, "Hey, do you want me to pick you up from this place?" And she's like, uh, "Oh, you mean this place?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, I don't want to get it for you anymore." Yes, the fucking place that I said. You know where the location is. Come on, why are you making me do this? So, yeah. Oh, so sweet. Look at Brando being a sweet. Yeah, but it's not that sweet because instantly while I didn't tell her on the phone, I'm like, yeah, what? who the fuck cares what the name is? I know where I'm going. What Do you, do you want it or not? <laughs> <laughs> like, if this is specific Starbucks where they make drinks, like, specifically good, because, like, there's a million Starbucks in California, like, one zillion. Yeah, this is not a Starbucks. It's, like, a locally owned private coffee shop. Oh, no, I'm not walking into a Starbucks like a that. Starbucks? That's ridiculous. I didn't even think she drunk stuff other than Starbucks. I thought she was like Starbucks like. No, that's just the most convenient because that's everywhere. Everywhere. It's the coffee Seven not... Eleven. <laughs> everywhere is no understatement. It is literally everywhere. Yeah, there there's Starbucks next to Starbucks. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Guess who's back, Mike? Guess who's back? Who? My back. 
<laughs> I bet you dollars to donuts I'm gonna have back surgery before the end of the year. Oh, it's back? Yeah. Damn, Damn man, how bad is it? Uh, how do you do? What'd you do? Nothing, which is the reason why I know it's serious. Because it's not a muscle thing. And like so uh, years ago, um I slipped a disc. Get a massage away. No, it's not. That's massage. the thing. It's not a muscle thing. So years ago, I slipped a disc. I had to have back surgery. They they cut out the protruding part of the disc. They shaved down some of my spine because I was getting ner- it was blocking a nerve. I was getting nerve damage all the way down my leg. It was a nightmare. And I was at the time uh, in my early thirties. So no doctor. Everybody thought I was chasing pills. And I'm like, dude, I, I haven't even been prescribed pills. It literally took me from the day that I was like, dude, something is really, really wrong to the time that somebody was like, hey, man, you need surgery. It was nine months. And the doctor that said, hey, you need surgery is like, you should have had surgery nine months ago. I'm like, I know. I've been saying this the whole fucking time. Even though I didn't want it, I was trying to avoid it. So all that being said, I think I also jinxed myself. Because the surgery went really well. So I was like, listen, dude, if I have to have surgery every five years, fucking sign me up. It's literally four and a half years ago I had surgery. I'm like, fuck, man. Why did I have to say shit like that? So uh, anyway, so yeah, it was just kind of sitting awkward. Like my hips have been hurting for a long time, but I didn't. I just, you know, I'd mentioned where I thought I was going to need hip surgery eventually, but I didn't think it was going to compound and then this it was like i just coughed kind of hard and like felt it and i was like oh shit no because i have had this feeling before and i was like okay just let it kind of go see what happens and it it got better it didn't get worse but it stayed at a certain level so it's staying at like an eight and a, i can't really bend or twist at the hips without like knock your socks off pain so I'm like, fuck, dude, I know what this is. So I'm hoping, and I don't know if it's something because, like, my right hip's sagging a little bit. So I don't know if, like, the disc just pushed to one side and now I'm, like, offset. I don't know what the deal is, but I'm going to get figured out. But yeah, I'm just... Yeah, man, let's hope it's not surgery. Well, I don't even care if it's surgery. I just got to get it done. I got to I gotta be normal. I got to be able to use my body. I feel you on that. Yeah, so we'll see. But they better hope that the person in front of me in the waiting room is named Stella. Because I do that joke every fucking time. And everybody's like, really, that guy? I'm like, yep, that fucking guy. That fucking guy. Everybody's thinking it. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, well. Anyway, let's move it on over this. You're the guy who says it. Yeah, I'm the guy that says it. I don't give a shit. All right, let's move on to sports. I have an idea. I think the first pitch of every game should count. It's called the first pitch. I don't care if a celebrity throws it. If they can't throw it over the plate, it's a fucking ball. You start the count with 1 and 0. Get a bet. You're the home team. Get somebody who can throw. Not my fucking fault. What if they no, actually count it? What if they Literally actually have it? Only athletes out there, man. Athletes out there throwing bombs. But here's the thing: there's no batter. You just have to get That's it over. The, you just have to get it over the plate. But oh, you're saying bombs like they fucking they suck. 
Yeah, like short of the plate, way over in the stands, trying to prove something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, Conor McGregor had one of the worst ones ever. He, like, threw it in the fucking dugout or some shit. Like, yeah, you, uh, you never played sports growing up. You just hit people. All right. All day long. Come on. Tell me that's not a good idea. They call it the first pitch. Or, fuck it. Let him face a batter. I don't care. Let Stephen King get out there in his Red Sox uniform and fucking hurl one to Ozzy Alves and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. I'm just saying, man. First pitch. They call it a first pitch. It's a good idea. It should. It might. Hey, I'm not. That's not too bad of an idea, except for it'll just change the people. Like, it ain't going to be no celebrities no more. It's going to be actually people who have a chance. And then them trying to be too much. Good. Maybe it'll make, the, it'll make the first pitch exciting. I'll actually care to watch. I'm just saying. It's, <laughs> what's it going to hurt? What's it going to hurt? It could hurt a lot, actually. All right. Somebody. Let's jump into this fucking Djokovic bullshit. So, my goodness. So, as far as I know, the latest that's happened with Djokovic is on Monday, whatever day that was, January 9th, 10th, um, he, a judge granted him that he was didn't need to be deported. That was ridiculous. Like, you stay here, whatever. They have an immigration minister, which is like their government cabinet. And this dude has the final say whether Djokovic is allowed to hang out or not. <laughs> so, dug into this a little bit deeper. So, after Monday, the immigration minister is going to take in all this information and decide, well, Djokovic is there practicing this week. The judge allowed that. What... So before he gets deported, if he gets deported, he's kind of just doing his thing while the immigration um, minister is, is looking over whatever they're looking over. I don't know. But at the end of the day, the thing that's awesome about it is they have so much power. Even if they don't have to prove it, they could just say, no, they're like the Pope. It's great. So got some more information on this Djokovic character now, who, by the way, I always root for it, love him, but... There is something with stellar athletes and their need mm -hmm. to be number one at everything. And so come to find out that Djokovic says he does the reason why he doesn't need to show any do any vaccination, whatever, was because he had COVID in December. So mm -hmm. technically he has all the antibodies, all this and that. Mm -hmm. Problem with that is when he supposedly had COVID. He was doing open press with, like, children and the French press and all this kind of stuff. And he said when he was with the kids, he hadn't gotten the positive test result yet. So, on, like, a Monday, he went home, did a PCR home test. It was negative. Did a different test on, like, a Sunday or whatever, the day before. On uh, that Monday... He goes and hangs out with all these kids, whatever, supposedly. Boom, goes home. Gets a positive test that night or the following morning. The next day, he goes and does a press junket for some French whatever. And he cited that as they're like, well, hey, what happened here? You knew you had COVID then. Even if you claim you didn't have COVID with the uh, um, kids. Fine. 
So then he goes and says it was a human error. Human error. <laughs> I didn't want to disappoint uh, the journalists. So I showed up anyway, and I still wore my mask, but except for the pictures. And it's like, okay, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? Like, you're, you can't do that. You know who else doesn't give a fuck? Who's that? The journalists. The journalists don't care. Well, don't I, care the journalist actually came back, and I, after further reading in a different article, was like, listen, man, as a journalist, we're the ones that are, like, held to the ninth degree of the law on safety protocols the fact that somebody else isn't doing it is bullshit so they were pissed they're like fuck this guy why do we have to do everything and he doesn't it wasn't like it's not like he's doing it for van it's some fucking french tennis outfit you know it's like it's not a big deal in the in the Everybody world assume, just so just so you know probably and then yeah. check this out so then i was like okay He's saying human error for the press thing. I don't really dig that. I don't, that doesn't jive with me, but we'll see. Then come to find out that before he went to Australia, you have to uh, have a travel declaration. Have you traveled anywhere outside of your home within the la country within the last 14 days? His paperwork said no. However, there are pictures of him in Serbia and in Spain, two different countries, a week before he flew to Australia. <laughs> he cited that as his team submitted the paperwork and it was another human error. It sounds to this like it sounds like Djokovic is the human error at this point. This motherfucker's just trying to cover up all of his shit that he's like like he needs to just own up to it and go, listen, I fucked up. If you don't want me playing this turn, man, we'll play this. It wasn't a fuck up. It was a fuck up. It was done on purpose. It, well, that's what it I'm saying. No, no, no. It was done he on needs purpose. to say he fucked up by trying to cover it up and just go, look, I'm sorry. Either let me play in the tournament or don't. I fucked up on all this other stuff. I won't do it in the future. I just wanted to play. I fucking lied because I wanted to play. That's, that's all he needs that's to say. Because that's what everybody knows. But the fact that he's trying to, <laughs> like, cover it up or make it seem not as bad as it was, like... And maybe that's his PR team, but guess what? You made a human error in your PR team. So, I don't know. So that's kind of where Djokovic sits. I'm interested to see if he ends up playing or not, but definitely, you know, knocked him down a peg for me. Like, dude, just fucking be honest. Like, yeah, I get the competitor in you, but the competitor, in, the competitor in you isn't trying to be the most famous tennis player of all time. Otherwise, you would have canceled that little press thing. You know yeah, what I'm saying? No, no, no. That's with this COVID shit, you can't play with that, man. So, yeah, he's uh, he's definitely down on my list. Uh, I won't be rooting for him, that's for sure, for a while at least. Until you I don't have to because he's not gonna play, even though he's gonna go down, they're not gonna let his ass play. See, now I, I think, think it's so. gone so far to where if he plays, do you know the kind of ratings the Aussie Open's gonna get if he plays? So, people, people are gonna want to see him go down like Georgia beat Bama. I'm telling you, dude. Everybody is going to be fucking rooting for him. Hopefully that changes the things for Georgia. Now they don't got to be scared of Bama no more. So moving yeah. forward. Yeah. I don't know, though. But if Bama was at full strength, like, how do you see that game going? If Bama was at full strength, they win. Okay. Well, that's so Bama's still scary, scary opponent. You can't just knock them out and be like, oh, nothing to be scared of anymore. They played with three quarters of their starting 22. Yeah, but 
you play with who you got. You line them up, buddy. That's no, what that's you do true, but I'm football. saying there's still a reason to be afraid of Alabama. You're saying that there's I'm no just saying for Georgia, for other teams, oh. yes. For Georgia, you finally, God, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. all the other times they beat you. you. This time you got over the hump. You won. Yeah. Everything else is irrelevant. You won. So now maybe in the future you all can play good competitive games and everybody can't just automatically say you're going to lose. You get your ass kicked. Yeah, no, agreed. <laughs> I, uh, I hope this uh, Stenson Bennett kid really enjoys his time in the sun because it's fucking over after this, by the way. That kid ain't playing fucking NFL ball. He won't sniff NFL. He might not even play Canadian ball. Like, he is Did you hear him? Good. Like, he almost wasn't the starter on his own national title team. And, like, <laughs> in his postgame interview, he's like, I, like, I know I'm the best quarterback. And I'm like, well, all right, buddy. No, no, no. Let's please, 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 please. You might have been the best quarterback for Georgia. I don't know. For like Georgia. But see, that's the thing is that's even a debate. Like, <laughs> come on, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's good that you have that mentality because you have to, but you are nowhere near. You're barely a quarterback, let alone the best. <laughs> I can't argue what you did, buddy. Oh, that in his head so tiny, it bothers me. He has the tiniest little head. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, let's move on. Hey, before I get to uh, the Rams-Niners game, which I got to go to this past weekend, coffee and tea mixed together. Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't drink either, so. What would you call it? Cough tea? I don't know. That I was sounds, curious that if... That sounds like a dope name. I, I was... I was curious if anybody drank that because I like I asked my wife who's a coffee drinker. I'm like, what about tea and coffee? Like if you're looking to get extra caffeinated, she's like, that's not a thing. I'm like, well, okay. First of all, for sure it's a thing. Please don't ever say that again. All, something is always a thing with somebody. You just never know if it's good or not. I don't know. Do you think that would be good? It'd probably be gross. Hmm. Uh, but we did did get to go to the uh, Rams-Niners game at SoFi again this weekend, which was fucking awesome. That stadium is just... I Honestly, I was like, man, this stadium... Like, I got to... This is the second time I was privileged enough to go. So I was actually, like, really soaking in, like, the architecture and the layouts. Before, it was a, a lot, like, just like, damn, this is nice cool. And, and you're just kind of walking nice around like, fuck, this is cool, this is cool, this is cool. But this time, it was like, okay, now that that initial, you know, uh, factor's worn off, like, I can sit and kind of appreciate all the little stuff. And I was like, it looks like it seats 100,000 people, but it's, it's like 70,000. And I think that was one of the best things that they did was they didn't try and cram too many people in there. Because... It houses a ton of people, but it also feels like it's pretty open. Like, you're not on top of each other. It's it's very well done in that uh, regard. It's a hell of a stadium. Well, it looks like it. I've never been, but it looks like a hell of a stadium on TV. Yeah, we'll get you there. Maybe for the Super Bowl. One day. But you got to get through the Niners first. Uh, it's going to be a good game. You think so? Yeah, because you all run the ball. That We have a problem stopping right now. But if we go up. 10 points and Garoppolo has to <sighs> see that's the thing is if if the Niners are in a spot to keep pace then we've got a shot in every game 
But if we are down significantly, it's over. It's over. It I'm always say, is. Oh, cause I saw you all come back from 17 Sunday, but yeah, but that was different. our offense and the way we've been playing. Your cornerbacks. Yeah. If if we get up 14 and keep the pedal to the metal, it's gonna be tough. Well, that's the that thing. That's, game. that's where your your boy Kellen Moore wanting to throw the ball on every down comes into play, because yeah, when you guys are up, when you guys are up, you guys still throw. That's why yeah, you guys end up. The, this is the playoffs. Somebody's gonna smack. I'll be the one who smacked him. He gotta, he gotta relax. He gotta run the ball so much. I'm, I'm ready for him to go. Actually, mm, we'll see. He's gonna be like the next fucking Chip Kelly, Sean McVay guy, where it's like he's gonna bring a new innovative offense that'll work for about a year and a half, and then people are gonna parody it and make it work against everyday defense, and then they're gonna suck as a coach. People not say it's not a new and innovative offense, man. Let's just get that right. He doesn't have a new and innovative offense. He has great skill position players everywhere and two Hall of Fame offensive linemen. Like, this is not – it's not going to take a rocket his- scientist to call offense for the Cowboys with no. Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and C.D. Lamb, Zeke, and Tony Pollard, and Dak with Tyron Smith at the left tackle and Zach Martin at right guard. Like, Okay, the pieces are there. No Michael so, Gallup. Like, you don't have to be a rocket science to call offense, and you still don't run the ball enough. Like, I'm not worried about finding the coordinator. Go, go take the Jacksonville job. Make, make t- if you're so good, go make Trevor Lawrence better. We'll be fine. Oh, that is a sinking ship if I've ever seen one. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, how do you feel about uh... – so I saw that David Gettleman retired as the New York Giants GM. And then they fired Joe Judge today. Oh, did they? How, how, how in the world did Gettleman get off retiring? Because he's Gettleman. He won them two Super Bowl. They weren't going to fire him. What? He came back as the GM, but he was the GM the first time when yeah. Eli was winning Super Bowl. That's what, okay, but that's what I'm saying. Like, these last four years, he's... He's done more damage to New York than terrorism. Like, this dude has ruined the Giants football team. Ruined. He also won two Super Bowls. So, you get a little bit of leeway when you win Super Bowls, buddy. Okay, two years. Not four. Two Super Bowls? No. What? For On your comeback yeah. trail? Okay, look. Huh? You want to know what he did when he came back? He... He, he stinks since he came back. He signed Odell Beckham to an extension and traded him. He drafted they would have never fired him. Okay. He could have played as long as he wanted. Danny Jones is his G- boy. Yeah, he could have been the GM as long as he wanted. They were never going to. You think the Maryland, they have three Super Bowls. He helped orchestrate the team to win two of them. You think they were going to ever fire him? No, buddy. Like, in certain places, you win. You have That's why to. I, no, no, no. They were never. They don't care, bro. Their bottom line doesn't change. They're still making money hand over fist. So what that we talk trash about them that they're not good for four years in a row? You think the Maryland are sitting at home where it's like, oh, man, the Black Eyed Podcast, <laughs> the Giants stink, and we should have been. For... No, no, not at all. Well, Mike, I don't think you understand the, the power NFL of our is reach. An equal, equal partner revenue sharing company, which is why Jerry Jones has so many deals outside of the NFL, which is why... The Cowboys are the highest paid franchise in the world. But 
as far as the money that is part of the deal, it's equal. So whatever money that the Cowboys make this year from the NFL, so are the Jaguars yeah. and the Giants and the 49ers. <laughs> yeah. But don't you want to win? Want. Isn't that the whole point of buying a sports franchise and owning one? Now when you get 90, you have three Super Bowls. You've won. You Don't won. you want one more before you die, Robert Kraft style? Go get jerked off you, or something. You you hired the guy that you thought could do it, but if he doesn't, you you don't lose any sleepover. I can promise you that, buddy. <laughs> I mean, definitely the way that I read it, it was like he was asked to leave. So he's he just was like, asked to leave, you know, but he gets he's got to the point where he can say we're going to put it down as on retirement, and I'm getting my money. Yeah, and yeah. they were like, no problem, ghetto. Whatever you want. I still think it was, he was around for two years too long, man. I, I, you win I Super know. Bowls, man, you get leniency. That's it comes crazy. with it. I need to win a Super Bowl or two then. Jeez. Go win a Super Bowl for something like the Bills. They might not ever. Like, if there's coach and GM win the Super Bowl, they might not ever need another job in their life. <laughs> the Bills have been in four Super Bowls and lost. If you go win the Super Bowl with the Bills, whoever wins that Super Bowl, he's locked in for life. Like, they're going to sign him to a 10-year extension for a zillion dollars. Like, he's never going over. Or some, Super, some team that's never won a Super Bowl, who else? Like, the Eagles coach. Man, he was good for like the next four years. He ain't had they stunk. Oh, Doug Peterson. Yeah, they stunk for like the next three, four years. Yeah, they didn't care. Like, they, I mean, not even making the playoffs. I'm like, oh, come on, Doug. No, he was genuinely one of the worst coaches. It literally took <laughs> their starting quarterback to get injured and to have to come up with a different game plan for them to win a Super Bowl. And you know what else winning the Super Bowl gets you? More interviews for more jobs. Because now people are about to hire Doug again. Isn't that crazy? Doug dude? was not good. Oh, guess what? Bill O'Brien's going to get a job. Can you believe that? He worked for the Patriots. He's always, anybody who works for the Patriots gets a job. It's fucking bananas. It's like the short-term <laughs> memory. It's like, why aren't you giving any of these other people a shot? Come on, man. No. It's easy. It's easy to plug and play. People. If people know the game, they know the system. It's like listen. Wait to the off season because it's not fully off season yet. Some of yeah. McVay's coordinators are going to be hot and they're just going to come out of nowhere. Watch this. I don't even know who his coordinators are right now. But once the season's over for them, watch names are just going to come out of the woodwork. McVay's coordinators, whoever they are, uh, Shanahan's coordinators, whoever they are. Well, actually, Singletary. I mean, not Singletary, but um, the defensive coordinators are already up for some job. And Gerard Mayo is up for a job. I didn't even know he was good. Really? Like, the Patriots' defense is good, but we all know Bill Belichick's the mastermind behind that. Yeah. How does he get a job? Do we not see what happened with Romeo Cornell? Like, they're not really calling defense on it when you work with Bill Belichick. Bro, he's the best to well, ever coach shit. defense. I mean, look at Josh McDaniels. Look at Josh McDaniels. Hmm? It was like he, Josh McDaniels probably actually does call offense. Well, listen, he does like, call offense, but the reason why he failed as a head coach was because he had nothing to do with the defense because it's all Bills. So it was like yeah. he went and he's like, yeah, we can score in Denver, but we can't fucking stop anybody. Stop anybody. <laughs> and guess what? My coordinator, like unless you're going to get the, a coordinator that should be a head coach as your defensive coordinator – you are fucking up Shit's Creek without a paddle, my friend. That's why yeah, he's like, you know what? Coach. Let me just go back to Big Bear and uh, Papa Bear and let's all hug and make up. I can't do That's this. That's why I told him, man. Like, if you weren't actually a player for Bill, so you had to actually sit in those meetings and deal with him, like, you coaches who are these fake defensive coordinators, bro, 
Like Bill ain't teaching y'all the whole like shebang thing. Like so you're missing some pieces. That's why y'all don't the offensive the defensive coordinator they don't they don't go and succeed. Listen, dude. Belichick. I think, I think um your boy can call offense, man. I don't know if he's ever gonna be a head coach material, but uh I think he should have took the coach out when he had the chance to get Andrew Luck. Yeah. Like he wants to be the Patriots coach so bad. Like that's what he wants. Which I can't be mad at. The franchise is so great. They won seven Super Bowls, even though they cheated. So I get one. I get why he wants that job, but yeah. Yeah, no thanks, man. You're got basically the only thing you're gonna do. Whoever takes over for Bill Belichick is gonna be a fucking loser because, like, ugh, you can't even win ten games a year. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's not. It's gonna the leash is gonna be like this long. <laughs> Whoever's Bill's successor is, like your leash is gonna be like this big, bro. Bro, it's gonna be like yo. We're used to winning playoff divisions. Yeah. You got Go two ahead, years if you want to. You've got two years lose if you like to. Go send your ass right home. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of not going home, coming out of retirement, uh, Eric Weddle joined the Rams. Like that is out of fucking nowhere, right? Like, dude, that is such garbage. I'm telling you, that's what Big Ben's going to do next year. Just wait until it's like, oh, this team's definitely going to the playoffs. Let me hitch my wagon, you know. Because I know they're depleted in the secondary, but it's like, all right, dude, go ahead and chase that ring. You ain't going to get it. Rams ain't going fucking nowhere. (laughs) Sorry, not going to happen. Yeah, they lost their, like, safety last week, I guess, so they hired that. They went out and got Eric. Please. Eric, well... He was slow when he was in the league. After 23 months off, you think he's going to – an NFL run receiver, wide receiver is going to run right by him like he's not even – Maybe they just hired him for prevent defense only. Maybe so. <laughs> Maybe so. Either that or, you know, it would be great if they only put him in for safety blitz. They're just like, go ahead, run in there, go smash your head against somebody. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> hey, look, you already got CT anyway. Whatever. Go have fun. Oh, speaking of having fun with CTE, the Pro Bowl is going to be in Vegas this year. Finally, they got it right. The week before my birthday. So, listen, dude, the Pro Bowl should be in Vegas. Now that they have a stadium, that's just where it should be. The players, yeah, they, should. It should they be take their families to Hawaii. They want to party in Vegas. You don't want to take, no, 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 no. You party in Vegas. No, I, actually, no. Because they're a cowboy that made the Pro Bowl. I don't want the Pro Bowl in Vegas because if they want to go to the Pro Bowl, even though they don't play, then that means it's worse. They mean their partying is going to be worse, and we might have a Super Bowl game the following week. No, I'm not okay with that. Too bad. I'm not so okay bad. with that. Your dad. But no, no, no. If I'm in Vegas and I saw somebody from the Cowboys, like, I'll party, I'd send them home myself. Like, bro, you got you got Super Bowl next week. Go home. Go home right now before I call Jerry. <laughs> Just so you know, those guys are in the VIP section, so you never see them. I can walk over to the. I can't walk in, but I can walk over to it. They got their own special clubs, bro. Oh, that's okay. I will say this though: offensive linemen go to the Pro Bowl. So if you're an out of shape big dude, go to Vegas the week of the Pro Bowl. Casually wear like a team hat, but listen: if you're gonna try and get laid by passing yourself off as a Pro Bowler, do yourself a favor. Do your due diligence. Make yourself a Wikipedia page. Then go to Vegas as some fucking Pro Bowl offensive lineman and bang all these hot 
drunk broads that are trying to get some NFL. First of all, I was in Vegas. I saw Orlando Pace. I actually did. I saw Orlando Pace and who was it? Someone else. First time I was in Vegas and somebody else on that team. He was chilling with him, nice. like his girl, name, they were with their girl, and they were going to some restaurant. So I'm like on the strip. I actually, I never, I, I shouldn't say never, I rarely play slot machines in Vegas, but one time I was in Vegas and Kenyon Martin was playing, standing up playing the Wheel of Fortune slot, so I'm like, gonna have to go sit next to Kenyon. I was like, I just gotta see how big this dude is in relation to me. Turns out pretty big. But I was just, you know, drop 20 bucks in, hit some shit, like, hey, what's up, and then take off. Just like, all right, I just had to see you for myself. <laughs> stupid fucking kiss on your neck tattoo. That's the dumbest fucking tattoo that went around for a very long time. Who the lipstick was made it full. Like, you went and got Trina's lips. A girl who used to be a strip club hoe. And you went and got her lips tattooed. Like, bro, chill. <laughs> She's famous now, but, like, she still had her. She still is who she was. You don't need her ta- lips tattooed on you, bro. Like, you should have went another route with that. But he's rich. I'm not. So, whatever. <laughs> oh, you. Dude, I saw some next level rich guy shit at the uh, the Florida Panthers hockey game. Yeah, hockey was fan. Next level. Kodak Black is a fucking hoodlum, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Kodak Black though, because I respect it. And if I was that rich, I might do something similar. Why not? So he, so Kodak no, Black was. I wouldn't. Let me take that back. That's I a lie. I don't I want everybody looking at me nah. like that. Like that's kind of embarrassing. You can't do that. But no, Kodak Black just straight was getting down and dirty. Like this chick was on all standing up on all fours, and but in they luxury. weren't having intercourse. Just so everyone knows, it was not intercourse. Okay, no, it was very, was very not... close to it, <laughs> and it very, very much looked like it with all the semi nudity going on. But the best part, the best part in the video, if you get a chance to catch the video, the best part is it's like cameraman kind of like pans up to something. And then it's like, you're like, what is that? Oh, are they actually? And then it pans to the box next to him. And there's just <laughs> one fucking white guy looking over like, what the fuck? And then it pans back and he's just kind of like, you know, <laughs> tapping her ass without like sticking it in. It's fucking hilarious, dude. And for nothing else, it's just comedy on top of comedy. Yeah, you should cut that into when you post this. Let <laughs> cut a clip. Oh, I'm going to. I will. I got no problem with that. Hey, yo, Kodak is hilarious for that. I'm not gonna lie. The first time I saw it, I said, "Bro, aren't they actually doing it?" But his pants were up, so they weren't doing it. That is no, no, disgusting. no. His pants were up, but his fly, I'm sure, came down at some point, dude. They just they didn't catch that part. They just you can only. That's why I'm saying, like, I don't know for sure whether he was in or not because you could see semi nudity. And his, you know, his hips well, you didn't are only... see on her because like her clothes were just that small. So yeah. well, her clothes were that she was wearing kind of a smallish dress, but then the back was flipped over onto her back. So, you know, that's kind of well exposed. But then when it, you know, when he's taking it back from his hips to her butt, there is a couple inches of play there. But you can't. I mean, this is from the other side of the stadium. Zoomed in. No, like, no, no. There's an in there's an in booth video. He he there wasn't is? having it. Yeah, there's a there's an in booth video. <laughs> he wasn't it, it wasn't in I like to think that he might have gotten. I'll send it to you once the show's over. That sounds good. All right. Let me compare. Let me compare. 
I like that. <laughs> oh, shit. How's your TV game been lately? By the way, I started stacking so up. So are they going to... Go. What? I'm sorry. Are they really about to do a Monday night playoff game, though? Yeah, I think it's brilliant. I think it's absolutely idiotic. Why? And unfit. I think it's unfair, but I think it's, it's brilliant. Because the extra day, like, to rest for the people who play on Sunday, if you got to play somebody on Sunday or the team on Monday, then you come and you got to play the number one seed. Like, who's the sun, who's the Monday night game? I don't know. It's but the, if it's, it's the 4 the Cardinals five game, and Rams. that's bullshit. It's, it's the Cardinals and Rams. Which is the 4-5 game, yeah. which is absolute bullshit. Because if C's hold, the four seed is a day short on rest and recovery going to someone who was on a bye. That is absolute bullshit. I just start a petition. Why? Just bet next week hard. I don't care about... Oh, oh by the way. About no, think- did you get paid the other day with Draymond? Draymond? Yeah, the night Clay came back. Everybody knew Draymond was hurt. He wasn't going to play. He put he had pretty much put it out there that he was just going to start the game and get on the bench. Bet like five things under, put $5 on it. You could have got paid, man. Mm, no, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I wish I was oh, yeah. paying attention. I wasn't. I didn't get my bet in on time because of work and stuff, but all my homeboys got paid. One of my homeboys put $100 on it. He made like six grand. Nice. <laughs> Oh, dude, so yeah, I was man. at the – so I made a fucking a snafu while I was at the uh, Rams-Niners game. I was doing my player props because I'm like, look, I'm hanging out with some Rams fans. I don't give a fuck. I'm rooting for the Niners. But it would be nice if they do devastate us to make some money off of it. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to hedge my bet. I'm going to bet player props on the Niners. So I bet Matty Stafford and Tyler Higby each to get two touchdowns. What I failed – and I parlayed it. So I'm like, fucking boom, baby. Here comes the coin. And then I realized that I hit. I already realized when you sent it to me, which is why I didn't like that one. But go ahead. Tell the world. <laughs> it was for rushing touchdowns for Matty Stafford. <laughs> I clicked the wrong button. And I was all excited about it. Because I was doing it Boy. frantically before the game. Because I drove to the game. And then we got in, so I'm like, all right, uh, let me hit my bets real quick. And, like, my phone just sucks, so it takes a long time. So I'm like, man, I'm not going to get this bet in. So I'm clicking real quick, and then I'm like, bam. And then as soon as Higby hit his second touchdown, I'm like, boom. And I was like, oh, (laughs) shit. (laughs) Yeah, so when you sent me, I know, but so many of my boys lost money when we first got the ability to bet, like the – Two touchdowns, it just says two touchdowns. We automatically think he can throw them in. Yep. No, he has to actually get into the end zone, my friend. Yeah, they have passing <laughs> and regular touchdowns. And it was like, yeah. I I know that. But, and the odds were, de- the, the odds weren't great, but the odds were pretty good. That's why I was like, oh, maybe they think he's only going to play the first half or like maybe the first drive. That's why the odds are so good. So it didn't, normally that would click. But I also parlayed it with a tight end getting two touchdowns. So I'm like, this is supposed to be, you know, a crazy number. So I was all fucking pumped about it. And I was like, yo, yeah, eat a dick, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I did still. Luckily, I also bet him separately. So I covered my losses, obviously, because I hit Higby with two touchdowns, which was like 11 to 1 or something like that. So that was decent. Oh, there you go. 
But yeah, I, I thought I won fucking huge, and I was like, oh. <laughs> That's why that number's so skewed. You can't read. Alrighty then. Let's move on to television. I did, I wanted to let you know that my TV game is, is... I'm In full swing? No. It's actually, it's, it's going the other way. Like, I started stacking up Apple TVs on top of each other, like old televisions. Like, you know, when the old one was broke, you put a new one on top? I started <laughs> doing that with Apple TVs. <laughs> I'm just like, this is the old version, but it still works. Just put the new one on top, plug that one in, just... I don't know. Dang. Well, they're like a hundred bucks, but then like after two or three years, like the the hardware won't support the new software. So then I don't even think we bought them. Like I think we got them for free at like a giveaway or something. Like that's how people don't give a fuck about <laughs> Apple TVs anymore. But do you remember? Oh, dude, I remember getting a TV on the wall. That was a flex. When you put a flat screen on the wall, that was like, oh shit. Look at this motherfucker. Oh, and then the real the real move was to put the wall or the TV on the wall in your bedroom. That was the real move. I want to eventually put a TV on my ceiling. So See, I just lay in bed and look up. I thought about that, but I don't know. That just seems like it would be conducive to me not doing shit. <laughs> and I don't I don't want that. Why do you say that? I'd rather have a mirror up there than a TV. You gonna look at yourself? No. Oh, see. I didn't plan on jerking off looking at myself, dude. That's the ultimate creep move. If you have a mirror above the bed and you're just sitting there like wanking one out, oh, you want some like sexual? <laughs> shit. Man, I'm like a fucking TV. So I watch TV, bro. I'm saying the other move is usually a mirror, you dick. It's not like I came up with that out of nowhere. I've never thought about having a mirror. On the ceiling? Yeah, I'm too scared that shit's going to fall on, like, glass. You never looked at yourself in the mirror, like, on the side, or, like, what you and your partner were doing? Like, you never checked it out in the mirror? Like, yeah. No. Never? look at myself. Not at your... Okay, while you're in the act of sex in a bedroom, you've never looked at a mirror to see a different angle of what was going on? No. I don't use mirrors. You're fucking disgusting, Mike. You're gross. That's some serial killer shit. Because I don't want to look at myself in the mirror when I'm doing pumps. Not you. You look at the situation from a different angle. <laughs> the only angle I need is up close and personal, my friend. I don't need a mirror for that. I got these two eyes. That's all I need. Fuck you. Okay, so from now on, you're only allowed to watch NFL from the 50-yard line perspective. You can't see any other angles. Do you think you're going to enjoy it as much? No. Yeah. Okay. You know, there was a time where we only had one angle before all this technology, and I enjoyed yep. it just as much. Really? I think you're lying. <laughs> I'm not. You don't enjoy multiple camera angles more than one. No, one is fine. One is fine. How many? More is better. Agree with me on that. You have to walk more it back. More is always better, okay. but one is fine. One is fine. Why wouldn't you want to improve your life? It's just a different angle. You're not a creep. I didn't say it. What makes looking in a mirror improve? It doesn't improve my life any. It doesn't affect my life one way or another. The deed is still getting done. <laughs> like we it does. It does. To look at it makes it feel better for you because it don't change it for me. The deed ain't going to change. Oh, my gosh. 
Mike, your brain's broken. You're a gross human. You're disgusting. <laughs> it's the first thing that I have I have actually found out about you that I'm like kind of disgusted. <laughs> Dad, don't look at myself in the mirror no. when I'm doing the hump. No, that doesn't bother me. <laughs> the fact that you're so against it bothers me. I'm not against it. I'm just not for it. Those, those are two different things. Just because I don't. Hey, if you're not, not with me, you're against I, me, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, I, if you enjoy it, I'm always with you, bro. Like, if you enjoy it, but I don't have no interest in wanting it. Like, it's not on my to do list. Like, I, oh, man, that's not. What if. You get a different angle of your girl. Like, come on, man. I don't know. Maybe one day I'll try it. You're weird. You are so weird. Bro, that's old news. Yeah, <laughs> All right. So what you watching besides sports? I know I saw that Snowfall was coming back. That's your jam, right? Law and Order, man. Law and Order. Both episodes. What? New season. Uh, which Law and so Order? Law and Order back. They got the new one with Benson. Then they got Stable. Got his own now. Yeah. The, like, so they have the... the Special crimes or whatever. What's the? Yeah, buddy. The one that's like FBI. And, and then, then the married at first sight. New season started last week. Oh no! Boston edition, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm definitely gonna be watching Snowfall because that's my shiznit. And then the new power started on the week ago, so I've been catching some. Even though I hate, I don't really like it. I watch it. Whatever. Support black people. <laughs> you could support him in different ways. I could, but I'll support him this way and, and watch it every now and then. But I'm not up. I think it's only one episode, so I think I am up to date. If there's a second episode I haven't seen. Got you. Have you ever seen Ray Donovan? That's my shit. They're coming back with new shit? The, basically, they're going to do a Sopranos thing, and they're going to come out with a Ray Donovan movie this Friday, the 14th. So I will definitely be watching mm. that this weekend. I'm definitely. What is it? What is it gonna be on? Like it's on Showtime. Oh, Showtime. Yeah. I'll so basically, instead of coming out with a Ray new Don is my dog. Ray Don is like yeah. the <laughs> dopest killer dude ever. Bro. <laughs> He's the shit, dude. So, Ray Donovan got shit done. It's uh yeah. So basically, what they're doing instead of a a final season, I think they're doing a movie. So we'll see how that goes. But I'm definitely gonna be intently watching that this weekend. So, and yeah, his Ray wife Don was a writer. If anybody wants to know the writer down how to be a wife, watch Ray Don. His wife was a wife, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She rode until she couldn't ride anymore, and then she still rode. She just did some other shit, but she still was a writer. Shout out to his wife, even though she fucked around. She deserved to fuck around. I ain't mad at her for that. Yeah, I actually, uh, my wife's friends with somebody who auditioned for that role and didn't get it. And I guess this, the chick that got the role and did an amazing job at it, like has always snaked this other chick's roles for like everything she's ever auditioned for. If she didn't get it it's because <laughs> this other lady got it. Just like, Could dude, if you see her like in the room? waiting room, fucking leave. You don't have yeah, a chance. Just... She's awesome. <laughs> not saying you're not, but she's, she's just really good. awesome in that role. She she's one. Of, put it this way. She's won a Super Bowl with Ray Donovan. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. There you go. Right. Did you catch Swan Song? No, not yet. Oh, I had a lot going on, man. Oh, Mike, you got to try and watch it this week because I have to talk to you about this. And what is it on? It's on Apple TV, but you watch Swagger, so I know you have access. 
Yeah, yeah, okay. It's two Apple hours. TV is actually free for me. I didn't know this when you first bought it, but I have Apple TV for free on my when I brought my phone, like my twelve. So they gave it to me for free. So I actually have Apple TV. There you go, dude. Do me a favor, and at some point, you gotta you gotta watch the whole thing through. Though it's only it's an hour and fifty minutes. It's not crazy. That's a long ass time to sit in one place, man. Not sit in one place, but I'm saying don't stop it. Watch something else and then go back to it, like. This has to be the thing that you watch consecutively until it's done. So even if you take gotcha. a break or whatever, like, don't mix up your mind by putting something else in there. Because I really, really, I watched it yesterday to try and, like, cram it in because we've been talking about it for a couple of weeks. And I'm actually kind of glad I get a little bit more time to sit on it now. Because it, Whoa. yeah, it's definitely a discussion I want to dive into. So you got some homework. No, I'll, I'll I'll definitely watch it before we record again. So I promise you that. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. I mean, they definitely did. I won't give anything away. They they did a few things that you know I didn't think were necessarily necessary that contributed to the story, but overall, gets your noodle stirring. That's for sure, and I can't wait to hear your take on it. I'm, like, excited about it. <laughs> we shall see. And that'll give me time to process. All right. Well, hey, on that note, this week's Spotify playlist is the Isley Brothers and In Excess. So we're going to be... I'm going to listen this week because I don't know who In Excess is, so I'm going to give them a listen. How do you feel about autoerotic asphyxiation, if I could say that correct? Whoa. I mean, that's not my thing. I don't judge who those who are into it. Don't do your thing. Well, that's how the Ain't lead singer of In Excess no died. Like that. What? Yeah, that's how the lead singer of In Excess died. That's why they... Oh, sorry to hit it. They stopped. Really? He might have been happy. I mean, he might have been, but what if it was like he died before the ending? Then, hmm, it's tough. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely something you would never try, right? No... I don't think I. I don't. Honestly, I don't trust nobody that much to be stopped when I say stop. Like no, no, no. Not no he was by himself. He was by himself. Hence the auto. I don't even want to hear any more of this story. Erotic, auto asphyxiation. Yeah. To yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm good on that story. Whatever he was doing. May God have been with him. What? What? Why would it be okay to do it with somebody else and not by yourself? I mean, I think it's dumb. I mean, erotic asphyxiation is, you know what I'm saying, when you're doing something extra as part of sex to make it for y'all. Like, are you choking yourself with something? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? That's yeah, you're, weird. Cho- you're cutting off your own air supply to heighten the culmination of your organ. Yeah, that, that ain't, that's, that's weird as fuck to me. Yeah, it's weird to me that people do it with, like, belts and shit. I'm like, you can't. Like, you have to trust yourself so much to do that. Like, I don't... Listen, I don't remember if I've tried this or not, to be honest. I'm being dead honest here. But if I would have tried it back in, like, high school days or my early 20s, I would have done it, like, with my own hands. I wouldn't do it. And getting off is enough. Like, I don't need any... (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Trust me, I agree. Like, I'm good. Listen, I, I, I also understand the progression of... You know, gateway drugs. I get it. So, but, I 
Why? I'm just always why wouldn't taking you do- a gateway drug. I've never went through the gateway, so I don't understand it. Yeah, that's and and that's that totally understandable. <laughs> I'm just saying, don't do it with a fucking belt. Like, do it with something Velcro to where after like ten pounds of pressure, that shit snaps or something. Like, come on, come up with something good. Ooh, maybe that's our next idea. Autoerotic, never die asphyxiation, asphyxiation, and it's just Velcro loops that you hang on the back of the door. It comes with a free set of lotion, and if you pass out, you just fall on the belt. Velcro breaks. Yeah, I'm gonna let you do that. All right, have fun. I'll go, I'll go independent. On that one. <laughs> there you go. Well, on that note, be sure to follow us on Instagram. You can follow us at Black Irish Pod at Brendal Seven, and you can follow Mike, not jerking off with a belt around his neck at Black Irish Two One Three. So be sure to follow us. Be sure to have fun with us. And uh, we'll be here every week. So love each other. Don't forget that part. I love you, Mike. Love you too, Brendo, baby. All right. See you all.